0: you've probably heard about emotional unavailability or eu which is a word that has been you know thrown around pretty often these days okay so if you've had difficulties connecting with yourself and with other people like your friends your family your lovers and you have a tendency towards limerence as well then you are probably emotionally unavailable and this video is for you okay but before we get into what emotional unavailability, in limeris really is about. Um, let's talk a little bit about the definition of EU. Okay. Well, the phrase actually explains itself, but it's literally being disconnected and unavailable to your partner and to yourself. This sometimes comes about because you are not in the same location, you know, you're physically apart, or your lifestyles are really busy, but emotional unavailability usually stems from a disconnection from within yourself that makes you unable to connect with another person healthily. Okay, it usually has roots in childhood, um, which I go into detail in my workshop, which I'll link below down in the description box. Um, but emotional unavailability doesn't come out of nowhere and it doesn't exist in a vacuum. It usually starts young and also shows up in many other areas of life especially where relationships are concerned okay so relationships with yourself with friends with lovers um so why do emotional unavailability and limerence go hand-in-hand hand together um what I've noticed in my work with limerent people is that being limerent or you know always having limerent episodes in your life um, people like that tend to be emotionally unavailable. And at the same time, they also attract a lot of people who are emotionally unavailable. So like attracts like. Okay, so let me tell you a little bit about myself Okay, and my story. So not so long time ago, I was actually a very emotionally unavailable person. Um, Expressing my feelings or, you know, feeling my emotions, being connected to myself, all those things were really foreign to me um it was so difficult for me to actually show my interest in someone romantically and um when i actually got close to someone if you know i ever let them get close because um i usually didn't i didn't want people to get too, to you know too intimate or too close to me whenever i did get to know someone romantically i would actually find it really difficult to actually express my interest um, I found it really difficult to show my feelings and my emotions to the person so I was always really cold and um, I was generally pretty avoidant and ambivalent about relationships as well. Um, I had a lot of walls around me so I was really guarded and didn't really let people in um, and what was interesting was I tended to attract people that were exactly like myself so I attracted people that Um, were very avoidant as well so I was very attracted to them and then I'll find out that oh my god you know there's always this roadblock or this issue you know where we can't really you know get very close together because both people are so guarded and so emotionally unavailable okay so really you know in my experience like really attracts like okay so here are actually some signs or you know some kind of hints or symptoms of being emotionally unavailable that you may recognize in yourself or in someone that you are actually dating so the very first sign is you know this person usually has a fear of intimacy and of being vulnerable you know so with EU people um, they tend to not want people to get very close to them or they do not want people to Um, to know them very well you know so there's always like I said this wall that they actually have in front of them where they do not go and reach out to people and they don't want people to get close as well there's this issue with you know being safe and being um and having trust in a relationship which is why they always have fears of being vulnerable and showing their real selves as well because they feel that by doing so Um, you know, it might invite the other person or their partner to actually reject them or to actually abandon them, you know, so there are some, you know, childhood wounds or trauma that, um, is actually there, but it leads to very deep rooted fears, you know, and as you know, um, a relationship can't really progress if there isn't any intimacy, You know if you're not getting very close to one another you're not being very vulnerable and honest with one another you're not creating like a safe secure space where you can trust one another and build mutual respect and all those other ingredients that go into love and relationships um then your relationship cannot progress okay the second sign that you could be emotionally unavailable is that you know we have a kind of like an avoidant attachment style like um you tend to avoid relationships. You might actually want a relationship deep down and desire a romantic partner, but you just avoid anything romantic because, you know, all these things, you know, things about relationships, you know, it actually brings out a lot of trauma and a lot of fear, right? Because relationships are things like, you know, disappointment, you know, you upset one another. You know, it's not always going to be smooth sailing and um, you definitely have to, you know, talk about things you know talk about emotions or you know um, experience what it feels like to be disappointed in someone things like that which are all very complicated very complex things to experience for an emotionally unavailable person so EU people tend to be really avoidant in love um, and they tend to kind of either you know push people away or they just don't even like actively pursue romantic relationships a third sign that I've noticed, and it's actually really, really common, is that, you know, the feelings and emotions in general of themselves and of other people are actually feel, you know, they feel really icky. They feel really, like, um, really difficult, very complex things to actually understand. Um, and this is also why emotionally unavailable people cannot really connect with other people because they're not really connected to themselves because they feel like you know by talking with uh, talking about their emotions and feeling emotions um it feels very weird to them it feels foreign and i was just reading this article recently where they were actually talking about like parents and children and this subject of like empathy came out so with emotionally unavailable people you can have like um you know if you have dated an EU person before you probably experienced this so when you're trying to tell them something like in your dated, you know something that's upset you you'll find that they actually really like you know they can't really connect with that you know really like dismissive or they'll try to brush you off um because when you're not connected to your own emotions and to yourself it's very difficult for you to feel how other people are feeling so it's very difficult for them to feel like sadness for you in your situation when they're not connected to their own sadness, right? Because emotions are so icky things to them. So these are kind of like the three most popular signs, I would say, that um, comes out a lot in emotionally unavailable people. And of course, I talk about a lot more signs in my workshop. Um, other telltale romantic signs, okay, that you may have noticed when you're on dates with EU people is um, this three things okay so firstly um they have a lot of short term relationships okay um so you always hear about them talking about like oh you know i was with this person for like a couple of weeks couple of months you know maybe one year or so relationships are very casual they sound like flings or hookups you know um and some eu people just straight up just don't have any relationship with anybody okay and if they do the romantic feelings and the intimacy isn't very deep okay um it just feels really shallow and like there's no progression in the relationship so when you talk to people like eu people about their past you know relationships it could feel as if those relationships you know they don't progress past a certain stage um or you know they remain stuck in this particular like stage you know like maybe the talking phase you know or like the dating phase or um they're trying to get to know one another and then things start to fizzle out and starts to become you know really like yeah it just it just kind of doesn't happen it fades out for an eu person because you do not have that kind of like resilience or desire to actually you know want to um prolong a relationship because relationships like i said you know brings out a lot of feelings for them and feelings are not something that they want to connect with um and in most relationships that are healthy or at least have um uh you know like there's a there's progression you know, even if you're not like progressing towards marriage, there's a sort of progression in that you kind of progress out of the honeymoon stages and the initial dating phases to something a little bit more secure, a little bit more long term, where there's like mutual commitment and respect and stability and things like that. But for an EU person, their relationships tend not to have those qualities. And a second thing that I've actually observed. Is that their relationships don't seem real you know it kind of you know carries like a really dreamlike sort of quality of fantasy where this um the emotionally unavailable person is kind of talking about their former partners in like very vague terms um there are no specifics no specific examples of things um no like specific like memories and a third thing that you actually notice as well is that there is this sense of emotional disconnectedness or emotional distance from the relationship and from their partners so when you you know when you think about a previous relationship think about your previous relationships okay with anybody um you can give very specific examples of how that person actually made you feel you know maybe it's like they disappointed you in some way, or they made you really happy on this occasion. There are different things that you you can actually talk about. That you know, when you're telling someone about this person in your past, um, the new person actually ca- gets a sort of feel for how the relationship was like. But for an emotionally unavailable person, they tend to kind of be really dismissive and they brush off or brush aside a lot of the things that actually went on in the relationship. You know, it seems very like yeah you know they they kind of dismiss things quite quite easily so when you're talking to someone like and you kind of get a sense that you know they could be emotionally unavailable just pay attention to how they are talking about their previous relationships because besides the the signs the three signs that we talked about earlier um emotionally unavailable people have a certain pattern you know when they are in relationships and usually this pattern doesn't really change unless they start to get self-aware and start to you know become more emotionally connected to themselves and to their partners so if you are emotionally unavailable what can you actually start doing today to actually make yourself more connected so one of the things that I actually advocate for and I've been telling clients and friends and I'll be doing myself as well is to start working on asking yourself frequently how you are feeling. So check in with yourself. You know, it could it could be a daily practice. It could be an hourly practice. Um, but do it a couple of times a day. And these are not like, you know, like questions that you just you just ask yourself like, oh, how am I feeling today? Oh, I'm feeling okay. You know, oh, things are good. It's not the kind of question you ask yourself to brush it aside because you know then there's no meaning to the work and what i want you to do or want you to try is to really kind of like go deep you know just be with yourself in your body and just sit there and just you know ask yourself like really meditate on the question like how am i feeling oh okay today i'm feeling a bit tired you know and then ask yourself why um okay because i did not sleep well last night um okay so what can i do to you know um to to feel less tired okay so maybe i could go to bed earlier i could you know um turn off the lights earlier i you know wouldn't use my computer two hours before bed things like that so start to really connect with how you're feeling um and start to ask yourself why you're feeling that way and make it a daily practice because you will see how um you know at first you might feel a little bit awkward and uncomfortable especially you've been you know disconnected from yourself for so long it can feel really weird and at first you might feel like oh you know i don't really actually have a lot of emotions you know that's perfectly normal um, just keep going at the practice, you know. Keep going at it, and sooner or later, you'll find that you start to build your own emotional vocabulary. And not only that, you start to really identify specific feelings that you're actually feeling each day, um. And you can pinpoint the exact event or trigger that made you feel that way. When you start doing more of this, you start to connect more with yourself. And when you're connecting with yourself and naming, you know, the the emotions and the reasons why you feel that way, it can also make you more empathetic to other people. You connect better with other people and when they're telling you things you know emotional you know about their emotions or how they're feeling you know you 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 can have you know it doesn't feel so traumatic or so anxiety inducing to have those conversations so yeah try this today um start working on asking yourself frequently how you're feeling and if you would like to let me know how this practice actually works for you um yeah just leave me a comment or get in touch okay so Um, I've come to the end and I um, also would like to give you a heads up. You know, I do link um, two very important resources and even more down in the description. So the first is actually my book on how to break up with um, limerence and romantic obsession and actually go through various strategies that you can use to end limerence and also go into the whys, like, you know, why limerence occurs to certain people, the psychological and environmental ingredients that contribute to limerence. And I also touch on a lot of the neurological and addictive aspects of limerence that is not really talked about a lot okay and my next resource is a limerence workshop that I recently ran Um, so if you're on my email list and you want to get my email list there's a way to do that in the description box as well Um, when you're on my email list you get to submit all the questions and I actually address them personally in my workshop and they're around like one and a half hours two hours long and you know I address different Q&A's and things at the end and you get lifetime access so the links to this are in the description and um once again thanks guys i hope this was helpful um remember to kind of like um you know go through some of my other limerence videos i'll be uploading a lot more in the next couple of weeks um, i hope they're all helpful in some way in your limerence healing journey and um thank you for listening to this if you've listened to this to this point in time and um i'll see you soon in the next video